There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 104 of Sci-Fi Talk at the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi channel. I'm Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve, and tonight we'll be discussing episode 8 of season 3 of Killjoys. Uh, guys, I know this was a little late. And by a little, I mean a lot. Um, <laughs> uh, I had Wizard World Chicago, so I apologize. But, on the plus side, Steve and I have new artwork coming, and that is going to be for Sci-Fi Talk, and you'll be able to get it on shirts, so we're going to set that up. It is awesome artwork from an awesome artist, Des Taylor, from the UK. And if you're interested in looking at his other stuff, go to Despop UK. All right. So, Steve, we have ratings. We've waited so long. Yes. Episode 8's ratings was a 0.15 in adults 18 to 49 with 0.623 million viewers, which made it the 69th overall cable show for the night, which is a little weird that it dropped so far because... The numbers didn't drop. Really? So, yeah. I mean, we had po- over half a million viewers, which is pretty That's close usual. to what we had. Yeah, what we have usually. So somebody stayed home and watched something else that Friday night, and I, <laughs> I don't recall exactly what it was. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't remember anything big that week. But Preseason football, maybe? That's already back? Oh, my God. Yes, it is. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not a football fan. If you have... Been down this road with us for 104 episodes. I think you guys know that I'm more of a hockey fan. And by hockey, I just mean a Chicago Blackhawks fan. <laughs> Very specific, and that's about it. And then I might watch if, like, my local teams end up in playoffs. But that's probably it. So as far as football goes, unless suddenly something happens and the Bears make it back to the Super Bowl, I'm probably never going to know. <laughs> And that, from what I understand, is like a million-to-one shot again. Yeah, the Bears <laughs> are not going to be real good this year. Yeah, well. I, they're improving, believe it or not. They're, they, I think they will be better than last year. They won in my lifetime. That's basically yes. what, that, that's what I'm going with. That, all right. You had Live Plus 7, which has been a real hit or miss lately. Yes, it has. And we actually did get ratings for that week. Unfortunately... Episode 6 did not break into the top 25 of the shows that is reported on. Well, that's disappointing. Yes, it is. I'm sure it probably bumped up to over 1 million viewers because we it has been, but I guess that percentage gain wasn't enough to get it into the top 25. So weird. I don't know. All right, let's talk about Episode 8. All right. Heist, heist, baby. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the <laughs> 80s? Uh, <laughs> oh, let me get some parachute pants. Hold on. I used to. 
<laughs> As the Killjoys plan a theft on an armored convoy, Anila finds herself on a desperate search for Delsea. Oh, this was kind of fun. And then the yeah. Anila part was kind of just frightening. But let's talk about the fun part. All right. Time for a new plan as Johnny is running all these simulations and oh, over 120 of them. And out of those 120, they lose every single time. I don't like that. I don't like those odds. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. So um, Dav is getting as frustrated as Johnny is about it and comes up with the bright idea. It's time to cheat. Oh. Killjoy style. I'm all for it. Yes. So Johnny uh, learned from the cube that the human communicate via a frequency that humans can't hear. But he is able to disrupt the communications on the ship and says, I need a really big amplifier. Yeah. I really liked how he showed him doing it. And Dobbs like, oh, that's amazing. Because you didn't see anything. Right. It's like, all right. You didn't hear anything. You see stuff going <laughs> crazy and go, oh, I see. Well, at first. It's like, all right, smartass, listen. Yeah. Let the brains talk, all right? He's telling you what's what. There's obviously a reason. Yes. Uh, stop. Anyway. And, yeah, and of course Johnny knows that there's a mining clan on Westerly that uses a biofrequency sonic disruptor. Say that ten times fast. Right? To strip mine photonic crystals. It's not... A perfect match, but he can modify it to make it work. No, I love it, because he's like, well, yeah, it's pretty much impossible. And then, yeah. hey, look who decides to pop up, finally, and join yes. the gang. Yeah, because Dab informs Dutch of the plan, and, oh, just like old times. Hey, whatever gets her back in at the Scooby gang, I guess. Right, but we see such a completely different Dutch than we have the last two episodes. Yeah, it was... It was almost creepy that she was, like, so happy and chipper. She's like, all right, let's do this. It's like, um, are you you? Is something wrong? Yeah. <laughs> Has uh, Anila taken over? Uh, did we have a, a swap here that we didn't see? Yeah, because it was weird. It was really weird. But I really liked it because when Johnny's telling the plan and he's using his sandwich or a burrito, <laughs> whatever it was, and then... Dutch decides to kind of help herself to something on the board. It was a grape. And he was on which was the <laughs> Which was the snipers or something. Right. He's like, <laughs> don't hey. Eat right. It's like, don't eat my plan. It was cute. But it's at close. least she was finally back into it. Right. Which we hadn't seen in ages, it seems like. Right. And then they have the bright idea that, well, the only person that's going to have the information we need is somebody that we're not sure we want to go talk to. Uh, Borna, the head of the Wastelanders on Westerly, but willing to trade for information. What was really interesting is who else we found there. Yeah, <laughs> we thought we'd gotten rid of him <laughs> so long ago, but up pops Jelko. Stupid Jelko. And apparently, I love it, she's Borna's like, oh, this is my wife. And he's like, um husband yeah yeah whatever you're number three yeah and uh, i i kind of thought that was funny because even though he he was kind of like preening is the best i can say and that kind of deflated his sales 
some, I guess, husband number, was it one or two? Like, doesn't seem to say anything other than, like, one word. Right, yeah, they're all brawn. Yeah, I, I loved it, though. But I was irritated that I seen him because you knew something was going to go wrong. Absolutely. Jelko was definitely going to mess this up somehow, some way. Yep. Of course, they do get their information about the scary, scary, scary miners and their <laughs> scary security. <laughs> if you screw up, things go boom. If you get close, things go boom. Right. I believe everything ended with things go boom. Yes. So, yeah. It did. <laughs> <laughs> and not the normal boom, big booms. Big boom. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Now, of course, the plan requires an insider, which requires seducing a guard. Yeah, that was going over like a lead balloon. Dutch, of course, is making the first attempt because it is a guy, and she fails. Then Johnny turns on his charms. Oh, my God, I almost died. (laughs) And even he fails. The guy didn't even look up. No. It's like he didn't was he, on his iPad flinch, or something. Yeah, didn't flinch a bit from what he was looking at on his little tablet. Dutch walks up, and big shiny gun gets the guy's attention. Oh, yeah, Davin, just like, hmm, what's he looking at? Okay. And I love that, yeah, he's bringing this gun really to the forefront, which you know he wouldn't carry it that way normally. Right. And all of a sudden, the guy's like, oh... Yeah. Is that the new blah, 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 blah? And I feel like this happens a lot. And, and I actually have a coworker who's really into guns, and I swear he's the same way. Oh, is that the new fill in the blank with the scope? And it's like, dude, I have no idea. It's a gun that my husband has told me to point and shoot when we go to targets. I'm I'm fine with that. Right. And this guy just reminded me so much of him in that moment because... His eyes got, like, huge. He went, like, all, like, cartoon character. Like, you just seen, like, the hearts, like, in his eyes just to see this gun. And Davin's like, oh, yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, bloop. He's, like, drugs him. And I thought it was funny because Priest's like, what did I tell you about doing that? And they're like, oh, not to paying customers in the front. You know, like, like they were all being scolded by a school teacher. Yes. I love Pri. I kind of wish he was on missions, but, I mean, he's staying safe, so I'm happy. Right. Now, of course, the plan goes ahead with reminders of how brutal the miners are and how security conscious they are with dead people. And as Davin gets in his vehicle, he gets handcuffed to the steering wheel. I was not expecting that. No. And that's apparently the standard for their transport fee. Which is why I'm guessing they probably don't have too many repeats. Right. And this means they unleash the ambush. There are also some issues that... They hadn't anticipated, but the biggest problem comes when Jelko shows up and launches his own attack to try to steal the crystals that they mine, which we don't want. This is my surprised face. I think you all know what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah, because he's like this big show off, like, oh, well, we don't have to worry about it being rigged to blow because we already have the code. And I love it. He's like, uh. No, we don't. Davin's just looking at him like, dude, no, shut up. Joko, I love it, because Joko's like, oh, what do you mean? You said it wasn't necessary to have those. (laughs) Like, all of a sudden, he's like, um, crap, what do we do? 
Right. It's like, and dumbass. That's not what we were here for. Yeah. And Dutch and Johnny are going back and forth on the radio going, where is he? He's supposed to be here. He's supposed to be here. Oh, yeah. And then I love how Dobbin's trying to do whatever was in his pocket. And he's like, oh, Mitchie. Dude, yeah. stop. Stop. <laughs> it's about as subtle as a sledgehammer. Yeah. Yeah, a little moist. Yeah. <laughs> a little problem with moisture. Uh, at least he didn't ask the guy to, like, scratch or something. That would have been really yeah. awkward. Although maybe that would have been a way to get the guy to uncuff him. Yeah. And been like, oh, dude, here, just do it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so, of course, it all goes rather wrong. Fortunately, Dutch escapes with the disruptor that they need. But Jelko and Davin are captured. And, of course, Dutch wants Davin back, and Borna wants her third husband back. He's her strategy husband. Yeah, because basically she's like, I'm going to take this and give it back to him, and they're going to give me my people. Right. And Dutch is like, mm, no, they're not. Not going to happen. She's like, oh, I don't know what to do now. Yeah. And we get this insane conversation between Davin and Jelko. Oh, yeah. Because I love it. When Davin's like, if you needed escape, you could have just hinted or got us a message. And he's like, uh, that's not what I wanted. No. Because apparently he is really like in love with Borna and wants to be by her side. And I just love it because Davin's like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and had the biggest, like, what are you talking about? Look on his face. Exactly. And then we get to hear the... Probably the most insane part of that conversation is, yeah, snuggles and <laughs> and hits. Yeah. And hits and snuggles and then more hits. And you just go, what? And then and then suddenly I think Davin's face was everybody like, all right, TMI. Yeah. Stop. Stop. <laughs> I think he might have been a little more upset with this than when they found the rat commander. You know, I'm just throwing that out there. Uh, yeah, that was probably just as much uh, a shock to his system, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but ultimately, it, it, this uh, this is weird that I'm going to say Jelko is kind of sweet, so let me finish, though. Ultimately, the whole reason Jelko was doing this was because it was, I believe, his anniversary. Right. And he wanted to get Borna a gift, which was these the crystals and he's like sometimes you need to do it even when that person doesn't know they need something like this and it was kind of sweet but at the same time it's jelko so i'm like uh yeah, I'm yeah. Like, <laughs> i can't yeah, this was, was a such good a guy yeah this was such a different jelko that it was it was really hard to even get a grasp on how different his character was, was i just, know yeah. what I don't know. Do you think it was, I'm not quite sure how to put this, because the company wasn't like dictating everything or that he had nothing to prove to the masses. It was only to Borna and the other husbands. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, that had to cause this change in Jelko was that he got out of the, the company pressure and could be more of himself. And apparently... Borna brought that out more than anybody has ever. <laughs> Not saying it's a good thing, but <laughs> yeah, because it was kind of weird. But you know, <laughs> just a little. Hey, whatever works for him, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> whatever trips your trigger. Yeah, I mean, obviously we had some scary moments. 
because the head of the miners or whatever opens it up and he's like, we're going to start killing your people. And Jelko at this point, though, is still trying to be Mr. Tough Guy. And he's like, you're bluffing. You're not going to do it until you actually hear them shooting people. Then he's like, oh, crap, we're going to die. I was like, wow, (laughs) that attitude changed pretty fast. Yes, it did. But obviously we get our happy ending with Dutch coming. And I loved it because of all the things, Dobbs like, wait a minute, I know that burst pattern. Right. <laughs> you recognize the way she fires? That's so weird. <laughs> yes, it is, Dab. <laughs> but there's a rescue. And Borna and Jelko have their happy, happy reunion. Which, again, is a little weird because... You know, he's like hugging her and kissing her. And did she move her his hand down to her butt or did she just put her hand on his butt? I don't know. It's like, ah, yeah. this is a lot <laughs> yeah. happening. TMI, to people. TMI, don't go there. Right. But it th- it's weird because it's two people that we didn't like. Not that we completely disliked Borna. It just she seemed really hard when we met right. her before. And then Jelko we hated before. So it was weird seeing it. Yes. Yeah. Very. But. Everybody's reunited, and they feel so good. <laughs> they have their weapon to help, we hope, against the Holland. Right. Of course, Dutch has a plan. While they all distract the Hulan, she can assassinate Anila in person. I don't know if that's a good plan. Uh, I, no. I mean, it's a plan, but... Yeah, she decides that because the Hulan have the numbers that they don't, if they get the one person who runs the hive mine, everything else will... F- fall so it is theoretically a really good plan but right. obviously we as the audience know that anila isn't the one running that ship right and so that's what's kind of scary yes it is now of course Dutch still has some issues because zeph has contacted her and informed her that dutch and anila have identical dna except dutch's is flipped it rotates opposite of Anilis. And as soon as I heard that, I immediately thought of Sarah and Helena. Oh, yeah. And the more I thought about it, it's really very similar to <laughs> Sarah and Helena. You know, I think you're right. Now, when I heard that, that it's the same but different, basically is what she's saying. I'm wondering if the, when they kill Anila, which is the plan here. Right. Maybe nothing would happen to Dutch. That is also a possibility. But I don't know. Right. And that's where I'm like, but I- I'm worried about them proceeding still. Right. Yeah. And it depends on how they go about it. Mm-hmm. They try to poison the green like they did on Arkin. That might work. I'm not sure. Using the Hulan bomb, that would be a whole lot more iffy to me. Yeah, because we know Dutch doesn't have any of the goo in her. And anybody who had the green that were, like, if that pool was poisoned, like, fancy, they were just kind of cleansed, cured. Right. Again, head scratcher. Now, of course, Dutch finally explains to Gavin when he pushes her further on what she's hiding. And, of course, because Dutch thinks that she came from Anila, when Anila dies, so will Dutch. And it's just plain old Hulan 101. 
That's why I'm still questioning that. Right. I'm right there with you. I don't know if that's 100% true. It just depends on how it's done. Mm-hmm. Of course, Davin is obviously not a fan of this, but Dutch points out she's dead if Anila wins anyway. And she pushes her assassination plan. And again, I agree with her there, which is very right. difficult. But... Yes. <laughs> I don't like it. I, I mean, I think it's viable, but... Yeah, I don't like it's, it. They're very intensely uh, scared of it. And of course, they both agree not to tell Johnny because he would never agree to sacrificing Dutch. And I don't agree with that at all. Right. Because if anyone can think a way around it, it would be Johnny. Yes. And he needs to know all this science stuff. Right. Now, you know, he's more tech, but if he knows the science, then he knows, you know, if he's planning on giving her the bomb to use, he can at least make sure that it won't kill her. I don't, I don't think it would, but I don't know. Right. It depends on how it attacks the DNA. That's true. If it's going in some kind of sequential order, then that should be fine. But if it's just targeting circuit certain strands, then no, she's not. The questions don't stop. No, they do not. Shall we go to and crazy Anila? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Since she's trying to find Delcea, she's pretty ticked. Oh, yeah. She's Darth Vadering anybody <laughs> who even walks up to her. Yeah, they're all healing, but her main focus is Gander. Yes. Oh my gosh, poor Gander. I never thought I'd say that. She's like waterboarding him. Oh god, what else was she doing? Torture, basically, over and yes. over. Yes, yes, massive torture. And Gander's just surviving through it like he knows something that she don't. <laughs> right. And it was really kind of interesting, too, because... He comes back and he's like, oh, okay, we're still doing this. And she's like, you've died. I've pulled out your eyes. I've cut out your heart. I've literally had your guts for garters. Right there, I'm like, ew. But, yeah. <laughs> like, she's explaining everything she's done to him. And she's like, you want to tell me? No, all right, let's keep going. Yeah. And he's just, he thinks it's amusing. Yeah. And and you go, wow, man, you what kind of ace have you got up your sleeve exactly. to be able to do this? Exactly what I was thinking. And then she's like, okay, let's just see what you think. And puts her hand with his hand into the green so she can see where Delcea is. And it's like, okay, good idea, because you can figure it out. But then right. suddenly, not so good idea. Yeah, because <laughs> the ship decides it's turning around and going in a different direction. I was like, what happened? I thought it was just like suddenly turning and going to Dulcea. Right. That's not what it was doing. No. That's when he suddenly decides to tell her, oh, she wants to see you. Yeah. <laughs> the lady. And apparently that's who's really piloting all of the ships, because it was really weird watching when the entire fleet just kind of turns. Okay, we're going this way now. Nope, we're going this way. We're going this Because she lives in the plasma. And transmits her orders. And Anila's like, basically, oh, hell no, this ain't happening. I'm getting Delcea. And she has one of her handmaids. And this was interesting, too, because the handmaid actually tells her, finally, everything you drank, every time you bathed, it was all put in there for the lady 
to see and right. find out everything you've done. Which I'm kind of surprised that Anila didn't go crazy on her, but she did help her, so there's that. Right. And her handmaid takes her to the, I guess, the bridge? It's kind of hard to tell. Right. But it's wherever most of the plasma is coming through to steer the ship. Run the ship, yeah. And Anila was able to override it, but it wasn't easy. No. She had to put her own plasma in. Well, we've seen her do it, because she... Emptied herself out into a bathtub. Right. Weirdness to an ex- like, overextent. And then, well, she figured out a way to fix the problem with all of her captors. Right. And that was kind of messed up, because I, I felt like a few of them were on her side, but right. I don't know if yeah. that was before yeah. or after. Yeah, I don't think that there were too many on her side before. Unless... I mean, the handmaiden and... That's probably it. I don't know, maybe they were just all scared when she was going crazy and, like, breaking people, literally. Right. So she transfused them all. All of them. I'm wondering how that's going to ultimately play out in regards to the fleet, then. Right, yes. How much of it is going to be following her, and how much of it will the lady be able to control? We're seeing a division in the hull in here, very quickly. Yes. Kind of interesting. Yes, it is. Well, Anila doesn't manage to find Delsea. And I, what's it? The handmaid was like, whoa. Like, yeah. what is that? And she's like, Anila, just, you gotta wait. We need to give her time. And then suddenly there's these, I don't know, guys, I'm assuming sent by the lady. Right. Yes. They were kind of, uh, the lady's security team, shall we say, because they really weren't. It's the first time we had seen them because they weren't in the normal outfit that Gander and his people wear. They were in these white jumpsuits mm-hmm. and go, okay, and they've got shock sticks. See, I was wondering, I was going to ask you if that was like that weapon that we had seen previously, but it was just like a shock stick. Yeah, I think it was. I, I mean, I know they kind of shocked her, but I didn't know if I, I thought one of them had that like weird weapon, but maybe no. It just kind of reminded me of it. And uh Anila was going down. Yes, which was very surprising. Yes. Well, I mean, she did just give up a lot of her goo. Right. So maybe she was a little weakened. But surprisingly here, Delsea is the one who managed to kick the guard's butt and uh save Anila. And then suddenly notices her very pregnant belly. <laughs> and goes, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it's like, wah. Whoa, what is that? And it was kind of funny. And, and yeah, this is going to be weird. I say that because, you know, Anila's looking at her and Anila's like, oh, we're so happy. And, and Delcia's like, I don't know what happened. I'm freaking out. But Anila's like, okay, Kendry, can you do something for me? And, you know, Delcia's Del- like, okay, yeah, but. I need to see Gander and torture him. It's a lot of torture and ice cream, I believe, is what she said. Right, yeah. A lot of torture and ice cream. And Delsea was all for it because Gander's the one that put whatever's inside her inside her. Yeah, that was weird. And, well, at least we know she has pregnancy cravings, I guess. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, who knew they... Helen oh, <laughs> liked ice cream? Yeah. What do you think the favor is? I don't know. I really didn't have a good 
feeling about what this favor was, I, unless it had something to do with what was on, what was inside her and getting it out before it was supposed to come mm-hmm. out. Oh, well, that'd be worrisome. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. I guess we'll all have to find out together. Right. And it was very interesting that we hear Anila basically admit to Del Sayed that she's her anchor now. Right. I was not expecting that at all. No. Well, it didn't surprise me. It surprised me that she admitted it. Okay. I kind of surprised just because, you know, Gander's like, oh, she gets tired of things quickly, blah, blah, blah. So I honestly was worried. Yeah. So I don't know. We're going to we're going to work our way through this together. We don't have too many more episodes of this. No, we don't. I don't know. And they haven't announced anything for next season yet, right? Not yet. They're going to give me heartburn. Yes. (laughs) God, it doesn't make any sense. No. Why not? They're getting over a million viewers on Live Plus 7, and that's almost always good enough for sci-fi. Sci-fi, tell us something. Don't forget to tweet and hashtag renew. Renew, renew. Killjoys. Most people know what's (laughs) going on, but... Sad to say, Sean's brain has taken vacation. All right, so review the podcast and rate it on iTunes and everywhere you're hearing it, because good ratings help other fans find us, and we hope you find us on social media. There we go. I got it now. We're on, of course, Facebook and Twitter, Tumblr, and the website FangirlZone.com, and you can find everything, basically FangirlZone, but it is all on the website. Steve and I love to hear from you guys. So shoot us an email, steve at fangirlzone.com, sean at fangirlzone.com. Or if you want to send something to Sci-Fi Talk, you can send it to Sci-Fi Talk at fangirlzone.com. And we look forward to hearing from you because this has been insane and I just want to know what is happening. I want to know we have another season. I need more. So (laughs) for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I am Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve. You need a giant vibrator for science and a little pleasure, but science first. (laughs) And until next time.